everyone, it's Adam from Ultrafoot24 with the fifth episode of The Biz, my weekly programme that dives deeper into the football industry. And we're diving deep, deep down today to the eighth tier of the English pyramid. We're going right down to the foundations and we're at Marlow. I'm here with Harry Pellin, who's a coach at Marlow. Hi, Harry. How are you doing today? Yeah, I'm good. We're in the proper football. We're in the proper low levels of football, but it's good. It's good levels. Ah, it's great. I'd say big thanks for agreeing to join us. I'm, I'm looking forward to this one today. Hope say, hope you well. Uh, yeah, but, thank you for having me on. It's, it's really good. Cheers. But before we get started, big thank shout out to Stell at Shoot the Defence. Thanks, Stell, for all your hard work you do behind the scenes. Without you, I wouldn't be able to do this. I'd just be me having a chat with different people on Zoom uh, once a week, which I don't mind as well. But say, Harry, you're the sort of star of the show tonight. I mean, what was your background and what attracted you to Marlowe in the first place? Yeah, so uh, firstly, people should know, maybe they could tell by my voice, I don't know, but I'm only 20 years old. Um, so my background's not going to be the longest background or the most interesting. Um, but 15 put, seconds. Yeah, simply put, <laughs> I, came from, um, I came from grassroots football, um, a local club uh, named Ashridge Park FC. Um, I approached them about creating a mates team and I wanted to do management mainly because I just for some reason was never fit enough to play even more than 10 minutes never quite worked that out um and I really got into it I've always liked coaching I've done it since I was about 14 years old um we had a mates team went on to be very successful uh the second season we managed to win the league and the plate um and as all my mates went off to university <clears throat> and my um, my decisions to stay here in Woking where I live um, I sort of had to make decisions that I wanted to try and go into coaching at a men's level. Um, and that was when I sort of just started messaging people. And to be honest, at first I was very naive of what to message, who to message. Um, and I probably messaged the wrong clubs, the wrong things. Um, and I remember seeing something on Twitter from um, a man named Mark Bartley um, about um, his start, about the style of football. And I remember just thinking, that's my appreciation of football. I agree with him about what he was saying. So I remember DMing him and just set, talking about football. And I then sent him a message and just said, do you know anybody in the lower leagues, lower than Marlowe, I wasn't aiming at Marlowe's level, do you know who might take on a coach who can just stand there, learn, ask questions and want to improve? And Mark came back and said, you can come down and do it for Marlowe. And I was over the moon. Marlowe is not an easy place to get to transport-wise as someone who doesn't drive, but I wasn't going to turn down that sort of opportunity. Um, and then two years later, I'm still at Marlow. Uh, thank God, I'm still here. Um, and yeah, it's, it's really good. It's it's just it was just luck, really. It's just I'm grateful that Mark gave me the opportunity, um, and it, I've just been trying to repay it ever since because it's an opportunity that I don't think I would have ever got about going out and actually just asking somebody. You brought that theme already that sort of resonated throughout a lot of the episodes that I've done networking. If you if you don't yeah. talk to people, you don't get. Would you? I mean. Now we know how young you are. Is it something yeah. you think is important that should be taught in schools, especially to students when they're in their final school years? And it's an important skill that isn't being taught to, to people as they go through education. And it's a thing that's really useful when they get older. Yeah, I think school um, lets down kids in a, in a lot of ways. And I know that's quite a harsh statement, but I think um, some parts of school doesn't prepare you for real life. I think learning to network and learning to um, work with people and work as a team, work as an individual, 
um, show leadership qualities, you know, work out what sort of person you are in life. I think they're really important skills and I don't think school uh, reaches for that. I think mainly because of the pressures put on for, you know, teachers to get this amount of grades, these things like that. But I think there should be time in the curriculum to improve your social side of things because I've, that's what I've been doing the last two years of my life since I've been out of school is working on who am I, working myself, you know, physically, fitness-wise, psychologically, trying to work, trying to improve as a person uh, because you just don't have that time when you're at school. You know, you're too busy learning things that, in my opinion, uh, you don't need to learn that much of. It's you. I agree with you completely. It's, uh, say, a lot of these skills that we use within the industry are things that we kind of pick up at a late, later stage. Um, yeah. But focusing on Marlow, now it's, yeah, sure. it's, it's, it's been a difficult couple of years uh, at this level of the pyramid, you know, uh, Briefly, for for listeners who don't know, sort of yeah. below step five, am I right? You know, the leagues have been basically been shut down more or less for two years now. Two seasons have been lost. Am yeah. I correct? So at the Marlow level, um, because it's difficult between different levels, so it's easy just to go at Marlow's level. Yeah. Um, we had our 2019-20 season, um, which was null and voided around March time. Um, so they cancelled those results. And I'm making that clear they cancelled those results because it will come in handy in a minute. Um, and then we had the 2020-21 season, uh, which they curtailed, different use of vocab. Um, and then a couple of months ago, they then decided to use the results and the points per game from 2019 to 2020, despite not avoiding it, and get and still asking for the referee fines. Um, not that I'm having an attack on the FA, but um, they put the two seasons together and then they've done a reshuffle this year. So, yeah, we've had two seasons of nothing, basically. Um, no one's moved up from our level. No one's moved down from our level, apart from teams that have sadly, you know, had to disband or things like that. But next season, it's a new shuffle of uh, teams because we've had a few teams move up from the level below, which is good. It's good to freshen it up. It's good. They probably mm-hmm. needed it. Um, it's just annoying that we've not had any promotion or a proper season because of COVID and all that. Yeah, it really is. I mean, how, how do clubs survive? at this level without without games being played and revenue coming in how is how has it impacted you know from your perspective yeah i think it depends on so at the level i work at we're sort of at the the middle bit between clubs that have entirely non-contract players so players who get paid for their appearances and whatever etc and we have players who are getting paid on a contract so they get paid whatever every week um normally a half and half contract so you get half for just a week and half for the match mm-hmm. um and because of that depending on which club you are how many players you've got contracted the effects have been different uh, there have been some clubs obviously have furloughed players as, as it's a job you could furlough them uh, which has helped um if you've only got one or two players on contract your expenditure for the last eight months or whatever has probably only been just those two players because you've not had to pay for staffing or anything like that um, if you own your ground already, that is as well. But there has been some clubs where, you know, they've had to pay massive rent, for example. They've had contracted players. They maybe haven't gone down the furlough route for whatever reason. Um, so, yeah, it's definitely affected. I think Marlow have been all right. Um, you know, there's things, there's business grants, there's things like that that come in and have, have helped the clubs. Um, but I think there's definitely other clubs that are in much worse situations than us. Well, fingers, fingers crossed. <laughs> yeah. We, we, get, we get back to normal. I read somewhere... Ollie Bayliss, really top bloke on Twitter. Yeah, he's, with good. he's good. He's good. Mentioned that 
the plan for next season is sort of worst case scenario is they're going to total up the points from the pre seasons yeah. and yeah. and and arrange league tables. So this this will be sort of the final summer where there's been no movement, no matter what. I think am I am I right in thinking that or is yeah, it's, and it's the right thing to do as well. Like it should have been done. This should have been done last summer. Like they had enough time from the season curtailing or non-avoiding in March. They had enough time to make this decision. It should have been done last year, but I'm glad it's been done this year because it just gives the players something to play for. You know, let's say worst case scenario, and I really don't think this is ever going to happen. Yeah. It, you know, something did seem to pop up again and, and it was looking like the season might end. At least now we've got something to work for. Every every game matters, you know, yeah. Next, yeah, yeah, yeah. next season, which, yeah. which is great to see. Now, coming back to you personally again now, obviously yeah. you said you kind of you started coaching during your sort of your, your high school years. Uh, yeah. what, what courses are available to you, uh, you know, in in the Woking area? In, you know, for those who sure. don't know, Woking sort of on the outskirts. Well, so, Woking, you've got to get the two mixed up. Yeah. Woking's um, sat about 40, 30 minutes south of me. Wokingham right, so, is, is a small what, town. About there you go. Yeah, sorry, I, two people get the two confused. The funniest story of the two getting confused is somebody because obviously my family, most of my family work in schools. Uh, somebody sent their kid to a school in Wokingham, despite living half an hour away in Woking. So it does happen. It does. People do get confused. Um, oops. So oops, yeah, oops, no worries. Oops. But uh, I mean, what coaching courses are available to you as yeah. uh, as a, a youngster growing up? So the FA Level 1 is a good start. The FA Level 1 um, teaches you the foundations of what the FA want at the moment. It teaches you the four-corner model. Um, it's a really good way to understand the basics of what the FA want from a coach. Um, and I think it's also important to go to those uh, courses with an open mind. Like the tutors are brilliant. It's good to just chat to them, but also keep your opinion on what you think football should be as well. Uh, and then obviously you can go on to the FA Level 2, which looks more into your philosophy, more into your behaviour management, things like that. Um, and at the moment, I think they've just released um, an online course called The Playmaker, which you can do, which is meant to be before the Level 1, uh, which I think is good. I think it's good online as well. Um, it's just easier for, you know, as a when I was, I think I was 17 or 16, when I went to my Level 1 over in Aldermaston, and I was the only guy my age, I think the nearest to my age was probably like high 20s, um, and it is quite, it's not, it's, it's quite intimidating. It's just, it's not, you don't feel like you quite fit in when everyone else is different age groups and it's quite difficult. So I think the online course is a good bridge um, for young coaches who want to get involved in football. Oh, that's good to hear. Now, obviously we met uh, a few months back now, but earlier this yes. year, uh, with you sort of, you're moving into the scouting field as well now. What, what was it that attracted you to the scouting? Yeah, so um, in the summer last year, I had a lot of spare time. Um, and I started As we all did. As yeah, we had too much, too much spare time. I was going crazy. Um, so I started getting into the PFSA website, as I think a lot of people did as well, mm-hmm. uh, and started going through their courses on there. Um, and I just started looking at the opposition scouting things. And I remember hearing Steve Jones, um, who's the opposition scout at Cardiff City, speaking about it. And I just thought that it's something I'd like to give it a go. And and, it, and also as, as completing myself as a coach, I feel like understanding tactical principles and things like that is an important part of my development anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, so at the beginning of the season, I asked Mark when we had a spare weekend because the FA Trophy, if I could go to Waltham Abbey up in North London and watch an FA Trophy game 
um, to, and do a report on both teams and then feed it back to the team. Uh, and I did that and I really enjoyed it. And then I went on to do uh, Chertsey versus South Park on a Tuesday night over in South London, which was good to get to. Um, got back about midnight, I think. That was interesting. Yeah. <laughs> um, but again, I did a report on both teams. We only got to play one, um, sadly. But out of those three reports, we got two wins. And obviously, it's not direct correlation, you doing a report to somebody winning. But it's a nice feeling when it works. Two wins, one loss. Uh, and I just really enjoyed it. And then when, when again, when our season ended, I wanted some more football fix. And I'd got onto LinkedIn and seen a lot of opportunities. And I just wanted to know more about what people did. And I think I messaged you for a chat on Zoom, actually, about uh, just football and just understanding what I could do at Marlow next season. Uh, and then got onto the topic of um, working at Willstone in the National League. And I thought, you know what, I'll just give it a go. It's, it's, it's software that I can't afford. It's an opportunity that I can't afford to turn down. So I better go for it. Now, it's, I mean, for you, have you been surprised how, I mean, for me personally, I, I was, but for you, was it surprising how common now analytics is all the way down in the, you know, in the lower tiers of the pyramid? Yeah, I mean, at Wilson's level, not so much because it's professional. And I know that I think people... And maybe underestimate the, the skill of the players at, at, at levels in non-league in England. Um, but definitely at our level, you know, there's there's teams like Staines last season um, that I don't know the specifics of, but I know they were doing things like individual analysis. They have they have an analysis. This season they've got um, a psychologist, I think, as well. So there's teams that are trying to go for these percentages. Um, I think it's, you know, if you can improve 1%, why, why don't you go for it? Um, but yeah, there's teams that use GPS trackers, Obviously, there's a lot of teams that use like VO, like we have the VO camera that follows mm -hmm. the ball. Uh, and then teams can take that footage and do their own opposition analysis, their own individual analysis, whatever it is. But yeah, there's, there's a lot going on. I think people, um, you know, probably underestimate what goes on behind the scenes at these at this level. Now, am I right in thinking most of it is still, though, voluntary based? It's people looking for, uh, shall we say, pathways into the game yeah. slightly higher level, but it is still you know, most, most people doing it are voluntary at that stage. Correct yeah, me, it's, correct it's, me if I'm wrong. <laughs> no, it's the, it's the middle ground. You're right. I mean, um, without obviously disclosing individual numbers, uh, but I, I don't yeah. care at all about mine, but um, I, I get enough to cover expenses to get mm. to Marlow and get to the games I need to get to. Um, it's not a big amount, but it covers expenses. I'm learning on the job. There's not many people who are 20. You can say they've got the same opportunity at the same level. Uh, with a manager who lets you do as many things as as Mark lets me do, mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I take it for I take every you know what he's given me. I take um, and I'll make sure I try and do the best I can with it. Yeah, it's great, it really is. Now you say uh, you know with regards next season, you've had all this extra time to get ready. You know what what yeah. what plans have you got for the on the scouting side? What you know how much yes. re how much reach shall we say can you have with it? At, at that level geographically how you know Marlow are in what you said the southern league second uh, east Mian, south central in east east Mian, south south central, yeah. and what is the sort of ge geographical scope of that league so next season it will be as far south or oh, this is going to test my geography as, so, as far <laughs> south as like south london teams um mm. and basingstoke going west and as far north as us we are the furthest north but as far west as Faction and as far east as just going into West London. I think I've got that right. Just going into... And Marlow, where... where? I mean, where, where is it? 
Yeah. For, for those, uh, for those who don't ask, know. <laughs> um, if you know where Wickham is, but again, yeah. probably don't. Oh, okay, there you go. Wickham. On the, on the M40. On the M40. Yeah, it's just <laughs> south of um, Wickham. If you, if you looked at it on the map, if you went to the northwest of London mm-hmm. um, or northwest to London, almost like Oxbridge sort of area, yeah. then you just go west from there and it's better to yeah. long, it's along there. Just a bit northwest yeah. of Heathrow for those people outside of the UK who are flying in for a there game. <laughs> there yeah. we go. Yeah. There we go. Come watch, come watch us at Guernsey away. <laughs> there we go. Oh, Guernsey. Are they in your league? Yeah, they're in our league because I think they travel from Gatwick. So we've got Bedford Sports who are right next to Gatwick. So that'll be a good one this season. Oh, wow, wow, wow. So, how, I mean, what's what's the situation with Guernsey? Do you, am I right? They still fly people down to their matches? or Yeah, it's no- brilliant. It's a free weekend. Um, they, uh, yeah, no, <laughs> from what I understand, uh, as long as I've got this correct, um, they have to pay for the travel and the accommodation um, of a one-night stay for the opposition teams. Uh, and I don't think we have to go on Tuesday nights either because I don't think my boss would be happy with me taking two days off work. <laughs> um, so, yeah, no, it's decent. I'm looking forward to a nice week in the way. I think I'll scout the week before that one so I can take the Saturday and go with the team. <laughs> oh, yeah, I mean, see, you, you need to scout home match, definitely, and get yourself over to get Yeah, to definitely, 100%. <laughs> uh, good good yeah. luck on good luck on getting the expenses through, though. That's the only thing I've got to say. Yeah, I know. I think um, I think some of, the, some of the chairman at Marlow might have something to say about that if I try and do that. Yeah. So, what are the plans for next season? You know, both on the skating side, but also I imagine you want to keep the coaching going as well. Yeah, um, I mean, I think I'm linking the two. So, the scouting side of things, um, I've been sort of working with a team uh, that I've managed to interview and get involved with Marlow. Uh, a team of voluntary scouts um, that will help with the player recruitment side of things. So we are very happy with the players we currently got at Marlow and the squad we currently got. Um, mm-hmm. But things like injuries, things like needing cover, things like the uh, fact that people are on non-contracts and that clubs might come from higher divisions. Um, it was an area that I felt like we could improve on by having a better knowledge of our league and the lower leagues as well. Uh, just to give an example for people who want to understand, um, there's a player playing in our league at the moment who played for a team two seasons ago in our league who were one of the maybe lower budget teams and that's not being mean to them that's just I think the manager does a brilliant job of what he's got uh, and he's currently scoring goals a lot of goals and he was scoring goals at that lower budget team and they were quick enough to notice him and sign him and that's the area I think we need to get better at. we need to get better at is noticing the players who are going to score us those goals mm-hmm. and getting them before big teams do mm-hmm. uh, definitely well I wish you the best of look at it, look at it. I mean Marlow is a club now people who listening to this a little bit curious about Marlow where's yeah. the best place for them to connect with Marlow on the so- social media side on the medias are, are they yeah, I mean, streamed at all or anything like that no they're not streamed um, if it was last season I would have told you yeah, maybe don't bother it would have been quite difficult but uh, this season <laughs> um, do it this season do it uh, social media side of things this season are going to be a lot better we've got um, a lad involved uh, called I want to get people's names right now uh, called Tom, running the social media side of things. So he's, he's brilliant. Um, and then we've got two people running the social media. We've got the cameraman as well. So um, it, we should have lots of photos from the games. But if you follow us on Twitter, at Marlow Football Club, I want to say, it's the one that's, uh, let me try and find it. It should be at Marlow FC or something like that. Um, then, then you'll get regular updates of who we're signing in the summer, the games we've got coming up, um, get updates during the game, etc. I think hopefully some match interviews as well. Um, hopefully selecting uh, certain lads to do it because I think there were certain that might go viral 
which is good. Um, But yeah, no, it's going to be good. The social media side of things is good. Facebook, Instagram, whatever people use, they can find us on there. It's good. It's getting much better, which is good. It's it's a part of a club that in the the modern era needs to get better. It is. I mean, it's it's, it's great to see. I put a report out on the Ukrainian amateur leagues today, today based purely on the information I got from the social medias there. You think, wow, here we are talking about fifth, sixth, seventh tier football in all these different countries. And, and people are interested. I mean, that's what I yeah, find. People, people, people are really, you know, they are interested in all the different pathways that are, are available. Would you recommend to, to people to sort of to follow your roots? Is it something you would encourage them to do? What, of going and uh, Coach, offering to them? Yeah, to volunteer your time. Reach yeah, out. so obviously I mentioned about the expenses, but I just want to make clear that when I first came to Marlow, it was purely voluntary. So the expenses thing was something that, you know, I earned and the thing and something that they felt like was, um, ne- you know, necessary or that were covered. You know, when I first came, it was purely voluntary. It was, you know, can I put the cones out? Can I, you know, the classic, uh, you know, putting the cones out, putting the bibs out. But that's what you've got to do. If you want to, if you really want to work somewhere that, you know, you haven't got the experience for, you need to be willing to do the things that most people aren't willing to do. Um, so, yeah, 100%, find your local club, send them a message. You might get 10 no's, but just keep knocking on the door. We've got four scouts with us this season, or four or five scouts working with us this season. Um, and to my knowledge, apart from one, the other four have not worked at this level or at a level before. So that's brilliant. That's five people we've given the first opportunity in football to. And hopefully a few of them will go on to have good careers in football. Um, so, yeah, find your local team. If it's in England, especially, you know, I think that's easier. Um, there's a lot of non-league teams. And I think people disregard the level as well, like, players drop out of the pro game and end up at Milo's level. It's not a, it's not a pub league level. I think that gets thrown around, obviously, yeah. which is fair enough. You know, it's good, it's good, it's good banter, but I think it's not, that's not true. It's not a pub league level. It's a good level of football. Uh, there's good players there, you know, academy players, players who've even played senior appearances uh, for pro clubs. Um, so yeah, volunteer, just try and get in the door. Once you're in the door, work hard, offer something that nobody else offers. Uh, and then people are normally grateful. You know, if somebody comes to me and says, um, I'm happy to come sit at the games and just give you a few notes on people, you know, I'm happy to go watch some games at Guildford City and just keep an eye on the youngsters they're playing because the manager likes playing youngsters there. Um, then I'm like, okay, sure. Like, you know, send me send me some information if they've got, you know, an up-and-coming player who's scored three in the last four. So, yeah, it, people who want to volunteer who live local to Marlow, they can always send me a message on LinkedIn or Twitter um, I'm Harry underscore Pelling on on Twitter, and I think it's Harry Pelling or whatever it is on LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, you know, just find your local club, volunteer. Step five is a good level as well. Um, step six, you're moving more into the amateur game, but nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that at all. I think if that's where you start, brilliant. Move yeah. from step six to step five. Too many people want to jump the gun and go straight to this, straight to that. And realistically, you either get found out and you're not getting an offer there again. Or you're just never going to get enough of their full stop. Yeah, it's so true, so true. You'd be you'd be amazing. Football at any level is great fun, especially yeah. once you dive deeper into the yeah, analytics. You can enjoy you can enjoy any game. Away from all the politics of uh, pro football, like you know, some of the games we've had this season are brilliant. Like some of the things that happen, you would never believe if if someone because it's not filmed, you would never believe it if someone told you. So yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's worth getting involved. 100%. Really? 
really is. Well, Harry, thank you so much for today. I've really, really enjoyed Brilliant. it. It's been it's been great. And wish you good luck for next season at Marlow. Yeah, cheers. I, thank I, you. I, <clears throat> optimistic for how the season's going to pan out? Are you? Yeah, I think so. I think um, there's a few, you know, people who know the league. There's a few big teams in the league. Um, Hamwell have a good team. I'll be honest about it. Bracknell have a really good team. They do they do things really well there. Um, they just signed our top scorer from the last season. Yeah, he's a great guy, Kalaki. Um, they've signed Dave Tarpy as well, who was in the National League and League mm. Two. So yeah, there'll be some teams up there, but I think we'll be up there as well. I think teams will underestimate us. I mean, we just made a signing of Namdi for the season. Um, he's a great striker. That's going to be a brilliant addition to what we're going to do next season. So yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I think we'll be up there. Yeah, cool. Well, thank you so much for today. Uh, that's it, everyone at home. I'm, of course, Adam at Ucrafot24. You can follow me on all the social medias as well. But till next time, this has been episode five of, of The Biz. And everyone at home, take care, stay safe, and see you next time. Bye-bye for now. <laughs>